Welcome to Conscious Being Conscious Living podcast. I'm Eva Pandit and I invite you to explore a different way of being and creating in the world. Welcome to another episode of Conscious Being Conscious Living, an exploration with your host Eva Pandit. Today's title or today's topic is ending the create and destroy cycle. And this topic actually came up when I was reading a book, this wonderful, amazing book called The Right Riches for You, written by Gary Douglas. And there is a section there that talks about it. And I knew this is something that has to be spoken about. It's been something that I have struggled with a lot of times in my life, being especially an ADD and ADHD, you know, jumping from one thing to another. Uh, this entire create and destroy cycle and I also see if not all I would say 99% of my clients struggle with this very thing create and destroy how to not do it how to get out of the cycle and to actually create and generate more of what you'd like to see in your life and in the world so well I'll begin by reading a section from the book where this literally the phrase came from Let's say you're working hard to achieve something, for example, a new business. You reach a place where you think that everything is going to work out the way you envisioned, but then it doesn't. You come to the conclusion, this didn't work. I never do that. (laughs) Just kidding. When you conclude this didn't work, You stop the energy you've been using to generate whatever you wish to have. And you have to start over again to build something else. So this right here is huge, you guys. Anytime we conclude this didn't work, or this is is a very obvious example, but like anytime we even just conclude anything, we cannot create beyond that conclusion because now we have concluded that to be the right thing or the right answer and then we go about just proving ourselves right of the point of view that we've already bought in is real and true. So when you conclude this didn't work, you stop the energy you've been using to generate whatever you wish to have and you have to start over again to build something else. And then when that doesn't come to fruition, Once again, you decide that didn't work and the whole cycle begins once more. That didn't work is a decision, judgment, computation and conclusion. It stops the energy. You reach a conclusion and that's all that can show up for you. Everything you were generating falls apart and it pulls you into a continuous create and destroy cycle. So raise your hands if you can relate. (laughs) If you cannot see it, I have my hands raised right here. This is huge, you guys. How many times in the middle of your creations or no matter what you're working to create in your life, it may not even be a, a business, it could even be a relationship, but business is my topic. I love talking about it, so I'm gonna stick to this one or even money. Anytime that, you know, you have a point of view uh, or a judgment that's so solidified that you've bought as real and true, 
you cannot outcreate it. Like you are limited by the judgments that you are assuming are real and true. But are they? So let's just look at that one sentence. This is not working. What does that mean? Is that a fact? Is that a fact? Like anytime something does not show up the way you expected or envisioned it to, and you have the thought that this is not working, is that true? Or is that a point of view? Is that just a thought you're having about it? Now, this is one of the exercises that I very, very actively work on with my clients. I ask them to literally write down everything that's going on there in their head and then pick out from the entire download. Like, don't review that entire thing until you're through. So, like, empty out your head, everything that's going on, write it all down. And then once you're done, revisit, read the whole thing again and find anything that's actually a fact or is true. And there are two ways to do that. One is literally just asking, I'm saying it as if it's a fact, but is it? And two, which is so simple that a lot of times we forget to use it, is the same very thing that I've been talking about, I think in every episode since we started this, is that remember that everything that's true for you will always be light. And so anything that makes you feel heavy and contracted it's a lie. It's not even true for you. Because what's true for you always feels expansive. And it opens your world up, not contracts it. So that's a wonderful cue right there. That anything, you know, when you're, when you're saying that to yourself, this didn't work. Is that light or is that heavy? Heavy. And so is that true? Or is it a lie that you're telling yourself? Now, I'd like to, for a moment, bring the whole conversation and uh, expand it to that one section of words that we said somewhere in between, which is decisions, judgments, computations, and conclusions. Because this didn't work is a decision, it's a judgment, it's a computation, because based on what, and it's a conclusion that we come to. And this is not the only one. If you look around, if you do your thought downloads and if you're willing to be present with what's really going on in your head and really, you know, fiercely ask yourself some different questions, allow yourself to be present with it, you will find majority, majority of what's really going on in your head is either a decision or a judgment or a computation or a conclusion. And all of that together actually comes from what we call a contextual reality, wherein you're always looking at uh, this thing in context to that thing, you know, that entire computation, it cannot really exist without having a context to what you're looking at. And anytime you buy into these points of views that are heavy and contractive and dense for you, guess what? Your points of view create your reality. And it's not the other way around. There's a very specific model or a system that I use with my clients to help them. This is literally, guys, at the core of everything. If you can get to see how what point of view you're using that 
in that then becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy and you're literally creating and you're literally uh, finding evidence to prove how your point of view is right. This piece of information right here, if you can get it, and it takes practice, it takes a lot of conscious engagement with what's going on for you. Not like checking out of it, but like being with it, being present with all that you assume is true about you and you don't want to know is true. And then, you know, you try to ignore it and you try to buffer over it by doing other things so that, you know, overeating sometimes or all these different things that we do so that we don't have to be present with that thing which we've already assumed is true about us. And in that, we get caught in this entire cycle of create and destroy because when we start creating something, there is a level of generative energy that that creation starts to generate, <laughs> right? It's kind of like electricity. You know how generators work? They generate electricity and that electricity is what lights your house. And the so if when I look at when I <laughs> sorry, English is being hard right now. <laughs> So when I extrapolate on this example and, you know, look into it, into our own lives, how that works is that we generate energy through our choices, through our action, towards something that we're creating. We generate the energy and imagine if we generated just a little bit, if the generator like did just a little bit of generation and then it stopped, a microsecond before the light was going to go on. And that's what we do with a lot of our lives and with a lot of our creations that we do not, we are not present with the energies that it takes to actualize our creations. And instead of being present with it, we get into the cycle of deciding or judging or computing or concluding that something's not working. And instead of choosing something different, which is something we're going to talk about right after this, instead, we go into this contextual reality. And actually, I want to read you guys a section about that from my notes right here. Contextual reality is about how you win, how you lose, how you fit, where you benefit. It's a limited point of view universe. It's the judgment system of this reality because it requires judgment to determine whether we are winning or losing and whether we're fitting or benefiting. And that's kind of like the dominant way of living on planet Earth right now. Like people are literally taught to uh, be very, you know, to, to make sure you're doing it right. And in order for you to make sure you're doing it right, how much judgment does it require of you? So, well, what else is possible? The way to end this create and destroy cycle is for you to A, get what non-contextual reality is and then B, to start living in it more, to start practicing it more. So non-contextual reality 
is all about awareness and possibilities and choices. You, if you notice when you're in that uh, contextual reality zone, which I often also like to call the pool of impossibility, like, you know, in, in a pool, there, there, there's just a limit within which you can swim. So beyond that, it's not possible for you to swim outside of that pool. Like that's the limit of uh, what you can have right here. And uh, then there is non-contextual reality, which I like to call as the ocean of possibilities where everything is possible. It's infinite. Like, you know, there is no limit to what you can have, where you can go. Everything is possible. And it takes a different muscle and it takes for you to strengthen your muscles in an entirely different way and not just your muscle to swim but also your muscle to relax because you cannot endlessly swim in the ocean like you know you've got to know how to relax and just float sometimes and give yourself that break uh, while also exploring and while also just being present and enjoying the possibilities so non-contextual reality is about awareness and possibilities and choice and the way for you to end the create and destroy cycle is to start living there more in that space of possibilities. And how do you do that? Let me read out a section for you. Non-contextual reality is about awareness, possibilities and choice. It's about questions. Okay, what are the possibilities here? What else is possible? What question can I ask here? What choices do I have available here? So if you notice, the common theme in this entire thing is that you are living as a question rather than a decision, a judgment, a computation, or a conclusion. You're living as a question. And I think questions are also one of the most misunderstood things on the planet because uh, all throughout education, when we are asked a question, the purpose is for us to give an answer. But if you really look at what a true question is, a true question is it's something that has a purpose of expanding possibilities in your life, of allowing you to have more choice and more options available and not less. So when you're actually looking it's different asking a question is not the same as getting an answer or having an answer because a lot of times we'd like misidentify and misapply and kind of lump them two together because such has been our education and entrainment but a true question if you look at how scientists like real scientists operate they aren't really looking for an answer or are they or are they looking for possibilities that what's possible here it's different. If you tap into the energy of it, you can instantly tell the difference between looking for an answer and exploring possibilities. Because looking for an answer is kind of like this narrow down thing, while exploring possibilities opens up your world. And that, my friend, is the true purpose of a question. So a question is not looking for an answer. A question is not um, trying to get it right. 
that's not the purpose of a question. A question is also not a statement with a question mark attached, which a lot of times they hear. Like, you know, if you're asking yourself, why, why is it so hard for me? Why is this so hard? Sounds like a question, but is it? Is it opening up possibilities or is it a contrived, you know, contracted point of view that you're having with a lot of assumption such as that this is hard or it is easy and a bunch of things, sorry, it is hard, it is not easy and a bunch of things like that. So uh, the way for you to end the create and destroy cycle is for you to stop living in the contextual reality and start moving towards more and more of non-contextual reality rather than swimming in the pool of impossibilities or limited possibilities. Actually, limited possibilities are kind of like oxymoron because possibilities are not limited. So I would just say instead of limited possibility, I would actually rather use impossibilities. So rather than being in this pool of impossibilities, what would it take for you to be in this swim in the ocean of possibilities, the non-contextual universe? where you're asking questions that are expanding possibilities in your world and not looking for an answer and not looking for a conclusion. It's an ongoing expansion of life, of living, an ongoing expansion of your creations. So to end this show today, I'm going to read out a section to you from this book that says, the universe is providing you with incredible opportunities. When you open yourself to non-contextual reality, which is the reality wherein you're asking questions from a space of possibilities and exploring possibilities, you bring these possibilities into your life. How do you do this? By living in questions. So it's not even about asking a question. It's about living as question. And honestly, that's kind of also our nature. Have you seen a kid always exploring? He's a child, a a toddler is always in question and in wonder. So essentially when I'm saying living in question, it's the same as saying living in wonderment and exploration of possibilities. Hey, what's this? I wonder what else is possible. Oh, this didn't work. So what else is possible here? So notice the difference between the initial example that we shared when, you know, something didn't work out as you planned or you envisioned and you go into that zone of, you know, this is not working. Look at the difference between that and asking, this didn't work out the way I expected, huh? Interesting. I wonder what else is possible. What's really possible here? How, what information have I gathered from this? And now what else is possible that I know that? What can I do now? What else can I be now? What can I create now? What can I generate now? Like those are expansive questions that take you out of the create and destroy cycle. So living in the question means inviting the universe to support you by asking unlimited questions. Everything in the universe is conscious and every molecule that exists will support you. Science tells us that when we look at a molecule, we change its structure just by the act of looking at it. This is one of the most mind-blowing 
discoveries of quantum physics and you know quantum science if you haven't already i highly recommend there's this amazing movie called what the bleep do you know that talks about all of these amazing and mysterious and yet very scientific things and ways in which the universe operates uh, which comes from quantum me- mechanics quantum physics all of that uh so i highly recommend that you watch the movie what the bleep do you do we know and you'll know exactly what this uh thing says which is that science tells us that when we look at a molecule we change its structure just by the act of observing it the consciousness of molecules contributes to us contribution is part of their nature if we don't understand that we have an impact on every molecule we come into contact with we will not allow the molecules to contribute to us and we will not receive what the molecules are trying to give us and in order for you to start to receive that what's required is for you to start living in and as a question So well, that's what I had for you today on this topic of ending the create and destroy cycle. Let me know what's your best takeaway. Let me know what did you enjoy the most about this conversation. And if you know this would be a contribution to a friend, please invite them in to be a part of these conversations right here on this page. Until next week, my friend. Have a wonderful, wonderful life and living for the rest of your week and i wonder what question can you be that would allow you to generate more of what you'd like to have in your life thank you for listening to this show if you enjoyed this podcast please leave a five star review on the platform you're listening on and share this with somebody you know who might be looking for something different in their life To join me in the free Conscious Being Conscious Living Club and receive your welcome gift, you can go to avapundit.com/club. And to learn more about the amazing tools of Access Consciousness, you can visit accessconsciousness.com. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast.